0: The meeting today is about comparison, comparing, and it's led by Lydia and myself, and we're going to try to tackle, you know, what is comparison, what does it mean from a biblical perspective, and also a practical perspective that we've experienced in um, our lives. Uh, So exciting stuff coming ahead, and Lydia is going to share with us as well. But just a quick, you know, kind of intro to this. I wanted to start off with a bit of Bible just to begin with. It's very short and easy. But the very first thing when Adam uh, saw Eve for the first time, the, the first thing he said, he said, she's like me, only different. So we can see from the very, very, very beginning that Adam looked at himself and he compared himself to Eve by saying she's like me, only different. There was a kind of an evaluation process that happened there. Um, so I'm going to pass to you now, Liz, and Lydia will kind of share a story that um, she wanted to share with us today regarding this uh, topic. So all yours.
1: So uh, thanks, Dave. Um, there's just a, a quote that I once heard um, my pastor preach Um one Sunday, and it really struck with me since that day. And he said that the fastest way to kill something special is by comparing it to something else. And I think that's very true because we compare, well, like when we compare ourselves or when we compare uh, one thing uh, with the other, what we are doing really is we are devaluing what's precious and what's unique. Um, And I think comparison only really highlights uh, insecurities. and the dark corners of our hearts. Um, And that's something I personally experience. like every now and then. Um, I think when I was a little girl, I thought that comparison was just a teenage thing. um, And that when I'm older, you know, I'm gonna stop comparing myself and yeah. Um, But few months ago, so it was like the start of the year. Well, the year has flown by, um, which is good. (laughs) um I I literally spent months like in this cycle of comparison and I didn't even realize that I was comparing myself so yeah and what I yeah what I usually compare myself with say like if I'll read a story of or if I'll read an article or if I read a book and I'm gonna be like oh that's such a great story that's a really good writing um really um awesome author what a great journalist to Um, write the story Um, you know they're very brave to do that they're very um, talented and they're very gifted and they're such great writers and I just start comparing myself to them and I forget that this journalist who's written this awesome story they have like 20 years experience so of course they're going to be better than me of course they're going to write better stories because they've been doing it for so long that they can just do it in their sleep Um, so and I, I think another thing we compare ourselves with is uh, speed. So, say, like, if it took someone a month to uh, accomplish something, um, it might take you a year to do that. And then we just start comparing ourselves, and, you know, we start thinking that we're not as good, or we're not as skilled, or we're not um, as qualified because. It took us longer to do that and we forget that everyone has different circumstances and everyone has come from different backgrounds and we all have different experiences so to compare it just like blurs the vision it really blurs um, your focus um, and it just gets it off uh, it gets the focus of what truly matters um, and then one thing leads to another as well so comparison well, it leads to is jealousy, um, and then jealousy leads to bitterness, and then bitterness it leads to um, sin, it leads to hatred, it leads to anger, um, and all these things they just make you feel awful, and then all you think about is those things, and the more you allow those things in you, um, it will be harder to actually move forward. Um, at least that's been in my experience. Um, and actually, it's it's great that you touched on um, the story in the Bible, Day because the first, not the first, the second um, comparison that happened and that led to jealousy, actually, and then jealousy led to murder, was between the two brothers, Abel and Cain. And that's in Genesis 4, if you're interested to read that. Um, and how, basically, jealousy led to someone killing their own brother. Um, and I think we do that sometimes mentally and emotionally, um, in our minds and in our hearts. We, we kill other people, um, even though it's not physically. So, Dave, I want to ask you a question. How can you recognise you've fallen into the rabbit hole of comparison?
0: Yeah, um, I think with, um, with this one, the, the thing that comes to mind is the, the, the parable of the, the talents. And why that comes to my mind is because in that particular story, um, everyone kind of got bits of, of talent and it was their job to, to make that talent grow and make something out of those talents to either, you know, double it or to, to increase it in some sort of way. But what happened in this Bible story? I, I didn't want to read it because it was, it was long, but some hit it and some actually did something with it and, you know, multiplied it and made it grow. But what I mean by that is you have to recognize that God has given each one their own abilities. God has given each person their their personality and has shaped them in a particular way that it's for you to accomplish like if you don't if you don't accomplish what God has put into your life no one else is going to accomplish that because it's particularly made for you like God has made you with these particular characteristics so that you are the one who plants that particular seed in there doesn't mean that no one else is going to do things along the same line. But particularly when it is you, it means it's something that God has put in you from the start. So by recognizing, uh, to answer your question is how do you recognize you've fallen into that um, that rabbit hole? I say, what has God put into your life? You know, evaluate yourself and look at yourself and say, well, what's my talent? What, what, what has God put into my life? Am I looking into what my neighbor has done or am i just trying to hold on to the things that i that i have so i don't you know waste them in some sort of way am i trying to grow am i trying to you know move to that next step and, and, and evaluate my life in that way to progress or am i just holding and clinging on to the things that matter to me the most and there's no growth process there has to be um kind of a developed development stage that happens there and if you're not constantly looking at yourself and you're not constantly evaluating yourself it's very easy to to fall into the the trap of comparing yourself and and looking at others and that sort of thing Um, so yeah just I'd say evaluating yourself constantly I guess
1: and how how do you think you can get yourself out of that rabbit hole especially spiritually like yeah. from the spiritual
0: aspect? It has to come back to the the Bible. Like I think there's too many people in the church today who look up to Drake more than they look up to God. Um, and are you looking at these celebrities? Are you looking at the world? Are you looking at everything that is happening around you as, you know, I want to be like these guys. I want to have the fame. I want to have the... Um, the lifestyle, the, the partying, the whatever, is this what you're aiming for? Are you trying to aim for that materialistic success that the world says is great? Or are you looking at what the Bible says to, you know, Jesus washed his, his disciples' feet, Jesus washed people's feet. You know, he would go down to the lowest level to 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 the dirt and clean people's feet who were, you know, being used all day. Are you a servant or are you, wanting to become the the one serving at the table are you serving or um are you um wanting to get served is what i'm trying to say
1: absolutely and i think when we compare it's not only affecting us but we also um actually do the opposite of what the bible tells us um we begin to because you know of all the bitterness of all the anger and all of the hatred hatred that's like within us because um we start comparing ourselves to all these people and you know we start feeling jealous of them um we we find it difficult to like um be supportive of them to like cheer them on because we it it like the fruits of the like fruits of comparison are bitterness and jealousy and selfish ambition, um, which is the opposite of what the fruits of the spirit are. Um, and I'm actually going to read James 3, 14 to 16. Um, it's a really great verse. Um, but if you have a bitter jealousy and selfish ambition in your hearts, do not boast and be false to the truth. This is not the wisdom that comes down from above, but is earthly and spiritual demonic. For where jealousy and selfish ambition exist, there will be disorder and vile practice. But the wisdom from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, open to reason, full of mercy and good fruits, impartial and sincere. And I think if we actually spend as much time, like you said, reading the word of God and just diving into it and feeding our uh, minds and our hearts with the word of God, um, than you know comparing ourselves. And I think comparing ourselves is another is another sign to like being self-centered, because then why why are you comparing yourself, right? You're comparing yourself because you lost the focus on what's important and now you're actually just focusing on your own like desires and your own ambitions and on your own needs and what you want to do and what you want to accomplish for yourself. Um, and by yourself, um, and I think, yeah, I think that kind of shows how selfishness um, also comes in the way of comparison. Um,
0: and do you think, yeah. um, like, where where is that coming from? Like, what's the root of this issue? You know, where where are we sourcing our value and our worth?
1: Yeah, that, see, that's that's a great question because. I think a lot of it goes back to value. Um, And I think a lot of it comes from like the external sources, um, like the world and everything around us. Um, And like a simple example, social media. Um, And we use social media every day of our lives. It's probably the first thing most of us do when we wake up. And it's so easy to just look at someone and be like, oh, like, I wish i had that oh i wish i looked like that oh i wish i had that car i wish i had that house i wish i wish i wish i wish and we focus on and it, i think that just shows us that ha- what we actually focus on we focus on a lot of like physical appearance of what someone else's life looks like but what is the that someone else's life actually like right they might be the unhappiest person they might be having relationship problems They might be struggling in different ways that we actually don't see. And I think we forget about that very often. um, And we just get fooled into what we see in front of us. Um, I, you know, all you see right now is my face, but you don't know what my room looks like. You don't know what's in me. Um, And I think a lot of times we tend to overlook that aspect um, when looking at someone else's life. yeah, so I think a lot of times it's when you don't know your value, um, comparison is the first thing that's going to pop up because you don't know who to identify yourself with. So if you haven't identified yourself completely with God, oh, you're, you're, the ground that you're standing on is not firm and anything that will um, come at you, it's just going to be bumpy and you might fall um, and you might fall hard. It depends on what's going to hit you. Um, So I think knowing where your true worth actually comes from makes a huge difference because then you're not so lost into trying to compete with someone, trying to reach someone else's um, standards. Um, Because at the end of the day, we're all human. Like Dave, like you're not perfect. I am not perfect. So if you try so hard to, be like me, or if I try so hard to be like you, like, it's not gonna work. Like, none of us is perfect. Like, you have your flaws, I have my flaws. So it's really, it's a, it's just the cycle that you, you're just gonna keep on running around. Um, Yeah. (laughs) What do you
0: think? Yeah, like, I think it's so popular now for for all these motivational speakers and celebrities coming out and all that sort of stuff, like what the world tells you is, you know, believe in yourself, believe in your own abilities and trust in the process Do you know, the grind and climbing up the ladder and that sort of thing. But the Bible is so contradicting towards that. The Bible is all about believing in God and relying on him, him being the the cornerstone, the the spine of everything. You can't, go and do what the world says and the, the funny thing is all these you know as I said motivational speakers are coming out and they're saying believe in yourself and it sounds great like to a to a non-trained ear it sounds really motivating and it really gets you excited and you, you're saying to yourself you know what I'm gonna wake up every day I'm gonna chase my dream I'm gonna try to accomplish all that I want to do in life but man like if you really look at the Bible, if you really look at the character of Jesus and what he did on earth, he was against the grain. The man was doing, you know, everything that, that contradicts that. All the focus was on God, all the focus and attention and the prayer and the, the learning and everything like that was based on him and what he wants. You can have your aspirations, you can have your dreams, but are you willing for that to be, I guess, crushed, because God wants you to do something completely different. Well, if your answer is no, if your answer is, I want to do what I want to do, then you haven't really submitted to God. You haven't really devoted yourself to God. Because I think every Christian has to be at a place with God where they are obedient enough. You know, what are you so passionate about? Are you passionate about your career? Are you passionate about your money? Are you passionate about a family? Are you passionate about whatever? What if you wake up one day and God tells you, I want to give, I I want you to give all that up. Would you give it up? Because the answer is as a Christian, we know it's supposed to be yes. And we know, you know, a Christian life is supposed to be about obedience and and trusting in God and, and wanting to do what, what pleases him. But it's so easy to say and so much more difficult to do, you know, what is it in your life that is, that is truly important? Um, the the verse that I want to read is Galatians 1 10 it says for am I now seeking the approval of man or of God or am I trying to please man if I were still trying to please man I would not be a servant of Christ that last line hits hard if I were trying to please man I would not be a servant of Christ if you're looking at your life and you're looking at all the people around you and you're and you're saying, I want that, you know, that guy has a nice car, I want that car, that guy has a nice house, I want that house, you cannot be a servant of Christ, if you're trying to please man, what, do you want the status, do you want the, what do you want that comes with it, because the things that you desire in this life, they, something comes with it, yeah, people look at you, and they say you, oh wow, like this guy is awesome, he's got all of this, but are you a servant of Christ, can you, can you be a servant of Christ, if that's truly your aim and that's what you're looking for romans 12 2 says do not conform to the patterns of the world but be transformed by the renewal of your mind that by that by testing you may discern what his will what is the will of god what is good and acceptable and perfect do not conform to the patterns of the world be transformed by the renewal of your mind you know like (laughs) i don't really know what to
1: say but <laughs> yeah yeah no i think i think that's very important i think um everything that you say like goes back to purpose like what is your purpose in life and i think so a lot of the time, uh, this is like a rhetorical <laughs> question uh, but feel free to answer um like yeah what is your purpose in life do you know what your purpose in life is do you know what god um what are the gifts that God has put in you so you can fulfill um, the purpose and the passion that he set in us? Because every single one of us, um, we are gifted in a different way. Um, you you know, Dave, you uh, you know how to edit videos. So I can write. Um, Shady can play 10 instruments. Um, Michelle Payne's. Um, there's so many talents among us, right? Um, And imagine if we all actually use these talents and gifts to glorify God, to build his kingdom um, and to spread the gospel and to love people around us. Um, And a lot of times I think we forget that it's in those little things that we do that we actually show our love to people, that we show the grace of God, that God's light shines through us um, as we use Um, the things that he set in us um, to spread the love um, and the grace of God Um, so yeah I think an important question to ask ourselves is what's the purpose because if you don't know your purpose you're going to try to seek purpose in other things Um, and if you're not seeking purpose in God you're going to seek it in the world and what does the world has to offer nothing <laughs> everything the world offers is going to be disappointing at some point it's going to be fun it's going to feel good it's going to look good um but then you're going to get to a point where you won't feel satisfied where you won't feel accomplished where you will feel like you're still missing something if you ask many rich people billionaires um a lot of them you know, they feel lonely. A lot of like actors have committed suicide. Why? Because they've done so much in their life and they've been very successful, but they've reached the point where they couldn't fulfill the God-given hold in us that only God can fill. Um, and, and that's the funny thing. I think like if we, if we look at their life, we're gonna be like, oh, like they have everything. Um, and then we compare our lives to them. I think life is truly richer with God um, than without him. Um, and it's not about, I think, how much money we can make and how much money we can have. But it's what we are actually rich in, um, like what our mind is rich in, what our heart is rich in, um, and all the things that truly matter. And one of my actually favorite Bible verses is, um, And this is something I always try to remind myself of is um, it's actually Galatians as well. Galatians 5.22 is the fruit of the spirit. Um, The fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. And so where does where do those things come from? They come from God. Um, And the more we seek God and the more we spend time with him. Um, we experience those things and we obtain those things. and we can live our lives um, with those traits, because of God um, and because of how much we how much time we spend with Him, how much time we spend reading His word and filling, filling, it, filling our minds with His word um, and allowing his word to change us as well. It's not just the verse that we read and then oh, that was good, cool. that was very encouraging but really, like, allowing it to change us and shape us um, into more Christ-like. So, yeah.
0: And what do you think um, comparison actually reveals about a person's character or kind of their deep longings internally, what's happening to that person?
1: Right. I think that's a very good question, actually. Um, Look, I'm sure everyone at some point have experienced comparison Uh, maybe some of you are in that state now maybe you were in that state a week ago Uh, maybe you will be in the next few weeks I think something we all struggle with and that's completely fine like we're human and we're gonna struggle and we're gonna be tempted Um, I think it just reveals Hmm. it's a really good question I think for me it just reveals like fears or like fear of failure um because yeah because if you think about it like why do we compare ourselves because we feel like we're not reaching our full potential or like we're not reaching um we're not meeting like the expectations so it's that like fear of failure fear of failing fear of um yeah it's i think it's fear it's insecurities um I think a lot of times like our insecurities are revealed through comparison like you realize how insecure you are or like what you're actually insecure about um when you compare yourself to others and like I mentioned in my previous example um when we started um like when I compare myself to other writers for example um Revealing an insecurity in me that I didn't know I had, um, and yeah, what do you what do you think?
0: Yeah, I actually think there can be a good side to mm-hmm. comparison. Um, I think there can be a positive to this. Um, if you look at other people around you and you see something that spurs you on or something that motivates you with their actions or their examples. You know, instead of comparing yourself and feeling bad about yourself, you 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 can look at the possibilities of improvement in your character. Um, I always I always say, look at the people around you and take what's good and leave what's bad. Um, there's and I think by doing that is you compare yourself. You you look at others and you say, Oh, they have this in, in their aspect of, of life, and I really appreciate that. You know, you can adopt that. I don't, I don't think that's a, that's a negative thing in used in the, if, if used in the right way. So, um, yeah, I guess that's the flip side of it, that it can be something that builds you up and, and, and changes your characteristic in that. Um, so I guess, yeah, it can be like a, a call to action for, for us as well.
1: Yeah, actually, that's a, that's a great point you raised. I did not see it like that. Um, I just looked at the negative side, but I like what you said, uh, um, on how like we can actually, when we compare ourselves, um, it's a good time to like question, oh, like they're good at this, then maybe this is something I can improve in myself as well. Um, yeah. When, like, when do you like looking at your own life? When do you feel like you have compared yourself the most?
0: I think with the (laughs) things that I struggle with most. um, I'll give you an example that just popped into my head. But I remember at school, um, I'm not a very book smart type of person. Um, I'm a very practical learner. And at school, obviously, it's it's pretty much all about, you know, sitting in front of a book and and learning Mm -hmm. that way. And I really, really struggled with that. Um, and there was a moment that I remember really really well it was I think during year 11 where um, I was not getting good grades and I'm not saying well look I didn't really try but I also wasn't the this the book the book smart type of kid and then I I remember sitting down with God and I was telling him like God I'm you know there's all these people in my life and and my closest friends and that they're so smart and they're getting such good grades and they're you know, going down the path of um, where they want to go. And I remember just, you know, being in tears in front of God and saying like, God, it's not fair. Why did you create me like this? Why am I not smart like the rest of my friends and not capable and I can't do this and I can't do that. And God's answer to me during the time is, I've blessed you with other things. Um, So what I mean by that is, we are so focused on the things that we can't do that we lose track and lose sight of the things that we have been blessed with. You know, instead of looking at your life and looking at all the holes that are in it, um, why don't you look at your life and say, you know, I've been blessed in this way, I've been blessed in this way. And don't just leave it there, but look how you can enforce that into your lives in a, in a positive way. Um, the The verse that I want to read regarding this is, galatians two 20, i've been crucified with christ it is no longer i who live but christ who lives in me and the life i now live in the flesh i live by faith in the son of god who loved me and gave himself for me i have been crucified with christ this life is is not ours so again it's going back to purpose i know but i guess that's the the point of it all is that what are you doing like what are you What are you striving for? Are you running towards a goal that you have set or are you running towards a goal that God has set for you? Um, God has plans for every single person as we all, always say but what are you doing to kind of reach those goals? Have you ever even questioned that what you're doing right now, the course that you're studying or the, the relationship that you have or the whatever every aspect of your life have you ever even questioned that have you ever brought that in front of God and asked God God is this what you want me to do is this where you want me to go or was that just purely driven out of um, things that you wanted to do um, and things that you've seen perhaps others doing in their lives and you said oh that might be a good thing to do why don't I pick it up you know are you bringing the small and the big in front of God are you just making your on your own decisions as you go.
1: And I just had a question in my head. Um, do you think that comparison can delay the process? Uh, do you want to elaborate? So, <laughs> so, Um because what like when you're comparing, you're you're spending time doing that, right? So instead of like spending that time actually investing in accomplishing what you need to do you actually spend it by doing the complete opposite which is comparing yourself oh actually i'm not that good because that person did it better than me so i might just as well not do it right so do you think that when because when you compare i think you pause the process like you just yeah you just take a moment you go like oh hey hang on like like what am I, why am I doing this, like am I even capable of getting to the end, so yeah, so do you think that it can delay the process?
0: <laughs> Actually one of the things that personally annoys me most is when people say like, oh I'm, I'm not, I'm not very good at this, or I want to do this, or, I'm really excited to try this, and they just don't do anything about it, um, and I find that a lot of Christians, including myself, I'm no, no, no better, but a lot of Christians would say like, oh, I wish I knew my Bible better or I wish, you know, I've, I've been blessed in this sort of way. Like I, I've taken devotions before and um, it went well, but you know, like, yeah, more opportunities will come or like they're not actually investing in what they've been given. Um, and And that's really frustrating. Like, for example, if you want to know your Bible more, look at how many hours that you've spent on Netflix the last week or look at the amount of time that you spent on the the PlayStation or just pointless hours of on hours end that you are literally doing stuff that doesn't really matter or is not significant. I'm not saying don't do it, but I'm just saying how much of that time are you giving? Because at the end of the day, you're just giving empty words, you know, by you having a conversation with someone and saying like, yeah, I wish I knew my Bible more. Well, okay what are you doing about it are you actually trying to learn the bible um how are you investing in that um yeah
1: yeah i think that's that's very true um i had another question and that was about gratitude do you think that comparison comes in the absence of gratitude as in like actually being grateful for what you have and what god's given you um
0: Why don't you answer that one first and then i'll <laughs> give my two cents
1: oh uh, so <laughs> um i think when i look at it i think that comparison is the absence of gratitude um i think gratitude is a huge factor um, in our lives and i think when you're not grateful like, if I, if I just sit here and complain about my assignment for the next two hours, like, I'm being ungrateful for the opportunity that I actually have to study, to learn, to graduate, and then to be able to get a job and to fulfill, you know, the dream that I've always dreamed of. Um, so I think that, yeah, I think comparison um, is the absence of gratitude. Um, and I think that, yeah, because it's always easier to just kind of, lean into the negative side than the positive side it's always easier to say oh i don't have that than to say oh i have that um so i think that's that's what i personally think what do you what do you think
0: yeah i think i agree like um i think also there is something further than that so i think yeah it's good to be grateful but it's also good to implement new things in your life and um, grow in that process with God um, he's, he's given you abilities and gifts and um, it's your job to, to nurture them and it's your job to to grow them I'm grateful for them but you can also make them grow um, as well so that was the thing that I would just add on top of that
1: and, actually, and that leads me to another question do you think that comparison can come from lack of trust in God
0: yeah 100% yeah can you elaborate more on that? <laughs> yeah. Um, it just depends where like the you have to evaluate yourself and say like where is this comparison coming from? What's the roots of it? As we mentioned um, earlier, you know, is it coming from a place of insecurity or you know dissatisfaction or whatever it may be? Because I guess if you're questioning that process. Do you really understand the character of God and and who He is in that? Because the God is a safety, like God. There's so much safety in Christ and who He is. Um, and once you actually understand Him, you understand His character and you know who He is. You you run to that instead of running to your emotions. Absolutely,
1: yeah. I think emotions. I think like they say, emotions or. Is it feelings? Feelings are um, followers, not leaders. Um, I think sometimes we allow them to be the leaders, um, especially the negative ones. Um, I have personally done that, um, but I think it's, a, it's important to just be aware of what you're feeling and what you're thinking. Um, and recognizing that. And like you said, Dave, uh, evaluating. I think evaluating is such an important process because if you just ignore it, it's not going to. I think that's another thing. A lot of times we just ignore what we're feeling, um, ignore the thoughts that we have, and we think that they're just going to magically disappear. Um, but it's actually the opposite. The more you leave them there, the more they'll um, pile up and the more they pile up, actually, the harder it's going to be to get rid of it. Um, and who better to go to than God and help? Help allow him to help you um, get, you know, to replace those feelings and thoughts um, with his thoughts um, and with his truth. Um, and, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. I guess we are. Uh we're we're about to finish because we don't have much time but is there anything any last thoughts that you wanted to add on the topic of comparison
1: comparison (sighs) um i think i think what i just encourage every person to do is when you find yourself in that cycle um go to god um and allow him to help you um, with that struggle I've personally struggled with and every time I go to God because he's the only one who can actually help you get out of that cycle um, and or if you can or if you want to go and talk to someone about it go talk to someone that you trust um, about it as well but I guess what I'm just trying to say is that don't let it like live in you. Kick it out. It's not meant to live in you. There are far more precious and greater things that you should allow space in your heart and your mind to stay and to live there. So, and comparison is not one of them, and comparison is not from God. Um, and God would not want you to compare yourself to anyone else because He's made you unique um, and He's uh, made you for a purpose. And I just encourage you to see God and see the purpose that He's created you for.
0: Awesome. i want to finish off by reading a a verse and a bit of context in what was happening at this particular time is the disciples were having a dispute and they were they were saying like who's the greatest among us disciples and the reply jesus gave is what i want to read Um, and that is from luke 22 verse 26 Um, and jesus said to them at the time but not so with you Rather, let the greatest among you be as the youngest and the leader as the one who serves. For who is the greater, one who reclines at the table or one who serves? Is it not the one who reclines at the table? But I am among you as the one who serves. Um, And yeah, I guess that's, that's the point. The point is that don't compare yourself with other people understand that it's not about you reaching anything it's about you coming as low as possible just as Christ did um, and serving the world serving the people around you those who hate you those who love you those who um, don't whatever you know it's about you being in that environment and, and, and and serving everyone that comes into contact with you so I guess it doesn't matter, like the, the the whole question or the whole topic that we're talking about, it doesn't matter, you know, like don't focus on comparing yourselves, just focus on serving people and loving people, regardless of what anyone does for you or regardless of what anyone has or doesn't have um, in their lives.
1: Absolutely. Um, and there's just one last verse I wanna, am gonna end, end it with. Um, it's Philippians 4.8, sorry. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is com- commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is any uh, worthy of praise, think about those things. So I guess next time you find yourself in that cycle, think about those things that are mentioned in Philippians 4.8, which... They ultimately come from God.